When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. This is an episode we recorded back on June 11th. My longtime friend and former co-host Kevin was in Rochester from Tucson with his lovely wife visiting and they came over to record a podcast in a brand new format. The reason why I'm putting it out this week, I will talk about after the show. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. slap I took a little nappy poo. <laughs> uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts run by a guy called Carl? Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to. It just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P! W-A-T-P! Hello, Bag Slappers and Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that phones it in worse than Chrissy Mayer. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Crows, Jen from the JD, Kevin, Chris, the Mexican. This is the first time we've had Kevin live in studio. Welcome. Hey, hope you like me. Go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to our merchandise. We encourage our listeners to go to a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Chewed Gum. Mm. None of us have listened to this show. You're going to hear analysis in real time. It might be fun. It might suck. Let's get into it. This is a podcast hosted by Seamus McKillian. The one and only. We've done his show before. Mm. And we deemed it the most clippable show ever made. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why it just makes sense. Why even listen to it and pull all the clips? Let's just listen to it all the way through and discuss it. How long is it? It's 35 Who minutes cares? and 40 seconds. Okay. We did this as an experiment without recording. We didn't get through the whole episode. Yeah. And we did this for hours. <laughs> we couldn't get through it. That's <laughs> true. So, I don't have high hopes for us today. This is going to be rough. Kevin, you familiar with the show Chewed Gum? Uh, a little bit. This guy reviews movies that he's seen recently. Okay. He tells you all about... You know, he's a pretty good critic. Mm. You know, he picks out what's good, what's bad. Yeah, he really... He brings insight. Yeah, he brings insight, yeah. And knowledge. A lot of background knowledge. He must have gone to school for movie making or directing. Because he seems to be very knowledgeable on the topic, which we're about to find out. That's foreshadowing. This is the guy that did, like, stand-up, right? That you were yes! Yeah, all right, yes. <laughs> did oh, he ever? Listening uh, to your reaction yes. of the stand-up was funnier I, uh, than... I remember. Much funnier than stand-up. Yes. 
All right, let's get into it. Again, this is an episode none of us have listened to. It's episode 47. M. Night Slasher is the name of the episode. He put it out on May 24th, I think. I don't know. I can't tell. Looking at this website. So, if you all remember, he's got great production. Mm, does he ever. The one thing you're going to notice when we start listening to this is the music is killer, and it really starts off with a bang. Let's get into it. Welcome, friends. I'm your host, Seamus McKillian, and today's episode of Chewed Gum, we will be discussing the amazing M. Night Shyamalan edition, known as Glass, as well as the Netflix series simply called Slasher. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, I welcome you to Chewed Gum. Wait, the awkward beat comes in right here. on for a while i have to ask before we keep playing it what was the intro what's the m night Shyamalan thing that he's doing what did he say it was he said it's an addition it's an m night Shyamalan edition so it wasn't a Shyamalan. Shyamalan. so it wasn't a specific <laughs> it wasn't a specific movie that he it's saw either addition or addition it means the podcast will suck whether we get twist to the end oh good okay yeah, yeah. yeah. at the end he tells a funny joke yeah. i didn't see that coming <laughs> oh it, See why I do so much editing? Holy shit, I There's gonna be a lot of fast forward sounds when you edit the broadcast. What's up guys? What's up? So today we're gonna be discussing what happens to be the newest addition to M. Night Shyamalan's... All- Shot out of a cannon, this fucking guy. All right. I'm already feeling the energy. He must have been stoked on this movie. All right. Already crazy movie catalog. So let's get into your favorite segment and mine, known as Cinemania. Cinemania. Good Lord, this fucking <laughs> So, so we just had a fucking minute and a half intro music for him to come back, say the same fucking thing you said, and then play more intro music. That's what happened, right? Am I missing anything? It's your favorite segment. I don't know why you're complaining so much. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It's both of our favorite segments. At least the music's amazing. We can all agree on that, right? Watch the music. Oh, it keeps going. You're going. You're going. Is this the actual movie? The beginning of the movie? Are we gonna watch the movie with him? This is Seamus's amazing music. And this movie is simply called Glass. Oh, there's another song! What? I thought you were fucking around. No. I swear to God, I thought you were fucking with me. Now, if you have not seen the film. <laughs> Oh this movie god. three times now. Oh my god. This next segment is called the intro segment to the other segment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have to stop right now because I'm ignorant. 
Does anyone know what this movie is? Glass? Has anyone ever heard of this? Yeah, it's the latest M. Night movie. Well, I knew that. He just fucking said that three times. But Do you know anything about it's it? It's the sequel yeah, yeah, yeah. to Unbreakable, right? Correct. Oh, okay. And Split. That movie Split. So Unbreakable, Split, and this is like the end of the trilogy of that. Why doesn't he just call it Unbreakable 3 and make it so much fucking easier? Because he's fucking M. Night Shyamalan. Because Glass is breakable, duh. Yeah, it's a twist, It's a twist. The third one's a twist. I'm just saying, I happen to be in marketing. If I don't fucking know what the hell they're talking about, you could just, like, make the movie title what it is. That's not really a knock on (laughs) Seamus. Feel free to listen to another episode, because there will be spoilers within this episode. And then also the fact that... I'm going to back it up real quick. Now, if you have not seen the film, feel free to listen to another episode because there will be spoilers within this episode. So his point is, <laughs> this is a review, but only for people who've already seen the movie. Right. So now I need to be told whether I liked it or not because I have no idea. I watched it twice. I can't figure it out. Seamus, what's up? I got to see Seamus. I got to have Seamus' quick take on this one, man. I just, I just finished. I just walked out of the theater. Yeah. First thing I'm going to do is download Shameless. Movie reviews were invented to determine whether you want to go see that movie or not. <laughs> not after you've seen it. It's like he's having a debate with someone else. It's just him talking. This is literally about a glass. This is, <laughs> it's not actually about the movie. Oh, so I got this glass. It's a pint glass. And then also the fact that if you haven't even seen Unbreakable or Split... It's also going to be a rough ride for you. All right, this is going to be a really rough ride for me. Not because I haven't seen any of these movies. Because Seamus is the worst podcaster in the history of podcasting. I like that he thinks that's why I'm going to hate this. Well, you haven't seen the movie, Carl. How would you know if it's a good podcast or not? Yeah. But nonetheless, this is a crazy film. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking about it. Simply because the actors, man. What? Uh, wow. Right? I mean, Samuel L. Jackson... <laughs> podcast man what wow and then he mentions the one actor who's been in every single movie for the last 25 years samuel l jackson yeah. can you believe it yeah. they casted samuel jackson how did they pull that shit yeah. off so this is bruce willis and samuel jackson <laughs> yeah how they get those guys together at last <laughs> how is that even possible bruce willis and james mcavoy all in the same film and their characters as well holy shit Oh, so they're not playing themselves. I'm glad we established that. I'm used to seeing Samuel L. Jackson as himself. I couldn't even believe it. I, I honestly is one of the few movies in recent time where I found myself just stuck watching it. Like, it's one of those where you can't look away. Like, you're not even going to get up to refill your popcorn. That is, if you're in theater. That's a hell of an endorsement. Or, <sighs> How was that show? Well, I was stuck watching it. Sounds great. Fuck yeah, dude. Amazing. No interest in seeing this movie already. Wait for the spoilers. Yeah, wait for the spoilers. That's really going to get you into it. There's more to come. I mean, you can make popcorn at your house, I'm sure. I feel like that's a thing. He feels like that's a thing. I'm pretty accustomed to. All right, hold on. Is there a deep dive into how to make popcorn and enjoy popcorn? No, I got to back this up. No, (laughs) No, in the 70s, Carl, there was air poppers. Those were real popular. We just talked about that for a while. Yeah, and then, I, I believe a lot of trailer parks burned down because of those things. It was like the meth of the 70s. And unfortunately, Seamus' trailer park up and running, man. All right, I'm not going to say this very often, but let's all just listen to his rant about popcorn now. All right, I want to get the full breadth and depth of what he's about to say. Like, it's one of those where you can't look away. Like, you're not even going to get up to refill your popcorn. That is, if you're in theater. 
Or, I mean, you can make popcorn at your house, I'm sure. I feel like that's a thing. We've all grown pretty accustomed to. But like yeah. I said, this movie is called Glass. Like a fucking billion dollar and business for over Redenbacher. 2019, it's rated P. Yeah. You can make it at home. I feel like making popcorn at home is something that exists, that's right? That's I'm not thing. an idiot, right? <laughs> that's a thing people have yeah. done before, right? I think I saw it on television once. No, sorry. <laughs> Never happened. Popcorn at home. Only available in theaters. <laughs> Could you imagine watching a movie in your house? The fuck? That'd be crazy. Uh, so this guy has put zero prep into the show. He watched an entire movie, didn't jot down a single note, because he's already talking about nonsense. Yeah, he's yeah. questioning everything. And he's not even he's sure if it's right. Normal shit. Yeah. The, so far, the highlights of the film are it contains actors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? And you can eat popcorn during it. Those are the two highlights. Know. Of the movie. Can you? You better bring it up popcorn, though, Crush. <laughs> better bring it up. G13. It is uh, runs two hours. Oh, this is the best part. This is the best part of any chewed gum episode. Yeah. He's reading the IMDb page and tells you every fact about the movie, whether it matters to anyone or not. Nine minutes, drama, sci-fi, and thriller. The synopsis is simply, security guard David Dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb, a disturbed man who has 24 personalities. Got 6.8 out of 10 stars on IMDb. It stars James McAvoy, as I said, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, if you already said it, skip that part! Say that? You just Just skip that part! You even know that you just said it and you're saying it again. I have to read it from the top to the bottom of the page. The only thing that will make it better. (laughs) Jackson also said uh, Anya Taylor Joy, Sarah Paulson, and Spencer Treat Clark. What a crazy middle name, though. Treat? I don't know. What a great father this guy is. Hey, I'm going to go bore the shit out of people on my podcast. Oh, you're hungry? Tough titties. Yeah. Fuck you, kid. This is very Tried important podcast. work. The this guy key grip. Yeah. He's got a baby. Who cries during podcast? was John. <laughs> this is very important work. This was uh, Key Grip's third movie. <laughs> the... <laughs> Let me read the jumble to you. Yeah. Oh, here's a wacky, some wacky quotes from the movie. Uh, hey, I'm Samuel Jackson. That's apparently something he says in the movie. I don't know. And uh, it says here you can uh, get one tire free when you buy three. Oh, this is a banner ad. <laughs> oh, that's an ad. I don't have my ad. ad. I don't have my ad blocker on. Yeah, this is weird. It's it's an ad for popcorn. <laughs> I was just talking about that. I was that. just talking about that. It's so weird. <laughs> Kevin, your energy is bringing me down. <laughs> just trying to match. I it. know. It's, yeah, you're nailing it. Just trying to match it. <clears throat> All right, Seamus. Let's do it, buddy. You can turn this around. Here we go kind of parents did you have probably hippies but yes it's directed and I, I have to back this up yeah, I have to I back, back because he said man the guy's name was who has 24 something and that personalities was his name, and he's like oh that's a real interesting uh, Anya he Taylor Joy Sarah yep. Paulson and Spencer Treat Clark what a crazy middle name though right mm-hmm. Treat I don't know kind of parents did you have probably hippies but yes it's directed and Stare. written by M. Night Shyamalan so wait, treat means your parents are hippies? I don't think Scooby Snack might mean that, but yeah. treat? Come on, Carl, that was a sick burn. Oh, yeah, yeah it got him <laughs> good. I'm going to be analyzing people's middle names. We're going to be talking about everything with yeah. this movie. Get your fucking haircut. He's working on his material for the next stand-up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I can't wait for his next stand-up. Milan. Shia Milan. I don't know, it's a weird, uh, weird last name, but... That you don't know how to pronounce. 
I guess I should start by saying Neither I love <laughs> most everything that he's Half done. His name is the because I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of just uh, <laughs> movies that have a, a twist. Because in the world of entertainment, we've grown so accustomed to certain things. We expect certain things to, <laughs> to happen be yeah. within different genres of film. Whoa, hold and on, hold on. M. Night is one of those uh, guys that is always able to find that misdirection. That's fucking deep, dude. I gotta mess that up. Come on, baby! Let's do Not since Chubby Checker has there been a bigger twist. <laughs> I love the sequel to that. Let's twist again! <laughs> like we did last year! Let's purchase my 45 yeah. like you did last year! It's the 60s version of Are You Unforgiven Too? I bought three houses and I got mortgage payments! I got another rich girlfriend! She's pitching me for money. Sorry, I was I was in real time YouTubing the twist, and I, I totally missed some funny shit, so I'm going to back it up. No, don't. Uh, right? We're not going to back it up. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Takes you on another journey, a place you didn't expect to go, 100%. And that's exactly how I felt. And I feel with every one of his films. There's not one film that I've watched from him that didn't have that. Even if he doesn't have a twist, which he usually does, if he didn't have a twist... You're still going to be waiting for the twist to show up in the film. Twist. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. All of his movies have a twist. Most of them suck. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to sit here and pretend like all of his movies are good. There's, yeah, no, no. Well, I don't think, I don't know what he was going for there. He goes, the great thing about him is that all his movies have a twist. And if they don't, you think it will. And that's the twist. Yeah, that's the twist. There actually would be a good twist. The twist is that there is a twist. <laughs> it was the guy I suspected all the time. Oh, long. shit. You're still going to watch the whole thing like, okay, well, he's obviously making making you believe that the killer is this guy, so it's obviously the other guy. You know, in your mind, you're thinking like this because of the reputation this man has. But nonetheless, he is easily one of the, I don't know, I can't even explain it. He's one of my favorite directors through and through. He just, something special. He really is something special. All right, is there a director that... Seamus does not love. If there's anything special going on right now, it is Seamus. Seamus is a special, <laughs> special, special, special man. He loves every movie he's ever seen. Every movie he's ever seen is the best movie ever. Correct. Every, whoever, whatever director he's talking about is his favorite director. Correct. By the way, that actor, the one he just mentioned, that's his favorite actor ever. Can you believe they got that actor? He's right there. Oh my God, can you believe it? Until he reads the next review. This fucking guy, he can't put together a meaningful fucking sentence. No, like, there hasn't been one yet. He's used the word nonetheless like four times, which is fucking hilarious because... You got to pick up on that. Yeah, he doesn't even know what the fuck's going on here. But he is communicating zero information and using long sentences to do that. <laughs> and really taking his time, too. Yeah! He's in no hurry to get this information out to the public. Well, I mean, what have we learned so far? We're, we got to be ten minutes into this. Right. 6.8 out of ten. We've learned... Oh, he, so he read the IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> okay. It's a movie with three big actors, and the, he likes the director, and the director directs movies, and sometimes the actors act in movies. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Twist. And one of the actors' middle names should be Twist. But there's also a twist in the movie. There's a mm. twist. So there's two twists in the movie. This is Chubby Checker. <laughs> this guy's a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> 
dumb motherfucker. Because to be able to find the the misdirect that works as well as it does within all of his films is an amazing feat. I apologize. He's changing a diaper right now. I apologize. You guys are going to get mad. I have to back this up. I know. I know. We're never going to get through it. But listen to... He gets distracted, yeah. and he's just trying to... You know like when you're typing and talking to someone? Yeah. I'm going to say a word so you know <laughs> that I'm yeah. talking. And he's doing a podcast! ...this man has to be able to find the... He's off mic. ...the misdirect that works totally lost as well as it thought. does within all of his films oh, is an amazing mic. feat. Oh, it's amazing. To accomplish it at a consistent level is amazing. And at this level. Because there there are a lot of directors that are able to do this misdirection and whatnot. So off mic again. But He's shoving his hand over his baby's mouth. No, fuck off! I'm sorry to fucking... This is my podcast! <laughs> yeah, you're not a ghost! I'm sorry to belabor this point. He just said that M. Night Shyamalan is a consistent director. That is the stupidest fucking yeah, thing I've ever... A really there good is, point. There is no one at all... Ever, who has ever watched or criticized film for any reason who would say that that is a stupid fucking sentence by a painfully stupid man I'm sorry I know nothing about films and I happen to know that M. Night Shyamalan was a marketing point and then they take his name out of the fucking commercials he came out of the gate with two huge right. movies that everybody loved because I'm talking about and then did 15 years of fucking <laughs> bullshit yes. dude like zero star zero percent fucking eggs just rotten fucking eggs just dropping everywhere and he's like oh it's, it's very consistent about you this. fucking know all about this shit <laughs> thank you yeah you're right I know nothing about movies and that couldn't be less accurate yeah they they just aren't as consistent. They're not as good. And they're also, you know, B-movie directors, if that makes sense. Simply meaning that, you know, somebody might have a good storyline and a good twist at the end of their film, but they didn't have as big of a budget to make the film, to pay for the great <laughs> actors, etc., etc. So you never really hear about the film. About? Or the film ends up having a, a select following. Are you for reviewing instance, the film like, or uh, not? There's this director well, there's who I really options, enjoy. Apparently. who's also very good. He's talking about... Theoretical other films that may or may not exist. We are so far off track. We haven't even talked about the fucking movie we're talking about. Where are the? I wish he get to the fucking spoilers already. Guys, M. Night Shyamalan may or may not be a director who may or may not make good movies. And there's other directors that don't make as good of movies, or maybe they do, but sometimes they don't. Oh God. Oh my God. This fucking marble mouth. Do you got your Sherlock thing ready to go? I do. Yeah. All right. But it's psychological thrillers. And his name is Gaspar No N O E, and he's got a couple films Thanks on Netflix right now. I believe, um, what the hell's the one is called? Enter the Void, and then there's another one. Uh, I can't even think of what it's called. I've never watched it because oh, <laughs> but there is a couple other ones that are on there. Also, um, what's his face? I mean, just. <laughs> Let me tell you about a show. Let me tell you about a show I've never seen starring someone I never fucking heard of. I mean, that's my style of prep work, but whatever, dude. So there's a show. I mean, I've never seen the show, but it's a show and it exists. You should watch it. It stars this guy. It's like, he's this guy. You know him. He's, but he's this guy. He's got like this hat or something. Yeah, trust me. You know the guy. If he spent a little less time 
screen capping his 10,000 downloads for his Instagram page. <laughs> and a little more time preparing for his show. Oh my god. Weird movies in general. A lot of these guys that aren't as famous as M. Night are doing as good as good of work or better. You'll find yourself watching an indie film and being like, how is not everybody talking about this? He's talking about a movie that he did not see. Let's remind everybody. I didn't see it. I don't know who made it. How could you find yourself not watching it? Yes! He's talking about... He started by licking M.I. Shyamalan's balls. He's like, by the way, there's a lot of better directors than him you've never heard of. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it? This is like a fucking roller coaster ride. But that's not what we're here for, okay? (laughs) So what we're going to be doing is uh, looking at just some random stuff here, little things you might not know about this movie. Ooh, we found a trivia tab. Like uh, Samuel L. Jackson said of working with James McAvoy on the movie, he's quoted as saying, As good as I like to think I am, or what I do, and how I do it, watching somebody transform characters in front of your eyes and have an argument with four different people is pretty amazing. That's and that's, that's kind of exactly how I feel. He says, I got some trivia for you guys you might not know about. And then he reads the press release. Mm-hmm. The press release where the guy goes, the other actor in the film is amazing. Yeah. That's in every fucking press release. It's not a trivia. It's also a quote. That's not <laughs> trivia. There's nothing trivial about that. Me and Samuel go way back. Yeah. So I, I was talking to him at the Man's Chinese Theater. We, uh, we got pretzels there you know what's cool about pretzels they have salt yeah (laughs) seeing a guy like james mcavoy who has played the likes of professor x as well as the main one of the main characters in the original shameless television show not the american version but the original you know, British or English, whatever the hell it is. Uh, now he's just showing off. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the hell it is. Now he's just showing off with his knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah. The original version. You guys fucking get it. I don't have to explain so deep, but you get what I'm Apparently saying. Apparently you do, Seamus. He <clears throat> he's very versatile. And this is kind of a proof of that. 100% proof because you see it. It's in your face. Mm. And That's for somebody... Is it kind of proof? Is it 100% proof? Yeah, but proving what? What's he talking about, you guys? It's this proof. actor knows how to act. Yeah, it's proof that the actor plays different characters. Oh, James my God. McAvoy's I'm having a, a hard actor. time following what he's saying. All right, yeah. listen. The last podcast you referenced Rupert Pumpkin from King Comedy. Yeah. The yes. guy doing the shit from his basement. Yes. That's what he sounds like. He doesn't have the energy, though. Oh, he he's he's like assuming he's, he's putting people to sleep. He sounds like he's sweating before a bunch of cardboard cutouts. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all his stuffed animals set up. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what you, he's what like, guys. Jeez, <laughs> tough crowd. Still working through this, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Still finding my feet. While he's queuing up videos on some creepy YouTube channel for his kid. <laughs> what did you think of this, Mr. Frog? <laughs> Do you think it was good? It was a good twist ending, right? Teddy Ruxpin? (laughs) Who is as good as Samuel L. Jackson. Hey guys, just wanted to take a second away from the show to tell you a little bit about my friends. Dollar Blaze Club. He's got an animal! No way! I thought it was a show of animals. Visit dollarblazeclub.com and use promo code STAYWOKE 
for 25% off pre-rolled cones, lighters, and everything else you need to stay elevated. Check out the website right now using our code STAYWOKE. Why would his code be STAYWOKE? STAYWOKE? What are they selling? He's Chewed Gum is the name of his podcast. This is the Dollar Blaze Club, and the code is Stay Woke. It's a challenge to the people listening to this to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> that can't be a real fucking this thing. This can't what be real. Selling? It's what so disconnected. Selling? None of it makes sense. To receive 25% off, it is the highest discount they are offering for this product. It's an amazing product, a product I use myself, and I love, and I will continue to use and praise it in every single podcast possible. Oh, it's not like it's a deep discount. This guy needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> and you guys are going to constantly be hearing about it. So don't forget, you want that 25% off discount, head over to dollarblazeclub.com and use the code STAYWOKE. That's S-T-A-Y-W-O-K-E. Fucking spelled it, you fucking moron. I forgot. Relatively newer face, younger guy for sure. Being able to say that he is that amazing is proof to kind of what I was saying. And I'm not that great of an actor. (laughs) I am not an actor at all, honestly, but... No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! ...with the actors and what qualifies as good acting. And James McAvoy fucking crushed this movie. He crushed this movie, he crushed Split, and he's on an absolute tear. I mean, all the way going all the way back to Wanted, he's phenomenal. He did a great job in that shit. But to go and play somebody who has... 24 different personalities. Difficult. Is he saying that James McAvoy did a good job in this film? I'm not sure what his take is on his acting in this film. Yeah, Or how he is as an actor overall. We'll have to listen a little closer. It's very confusing. I'm having a little trouble parsing his dense language. Difficult for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose. (laughs) Difficult for any good actor. Difficult for anybody who doesn't actually have 24 personalities. For that guy... Easy peasy. Not even thinking about it. But for others, how does we're he just know? acting the part. How the fuck so, does on, he know hold on, hold on. what his process is for acting? This fucking guy shows up, he's got a turd in his pants, he's been smoking weed all day. Because he's fucking it. nuts, Carl. <laughs> well, he just said if you found someone that had 24 distinct personalities, which is a serious fucking mental disorder, they'd yeah. be good at acting. They'd be great, in fact. They'd <laughs> be the best they could do. That's what this guy just fucking said. I don't think he understands acting at all. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't understand podcasting, doesn't understand fucking conveying information. There's a lot that James doesn't get. Are we still doing our favorite segment? I can't tell. Remember he introduced that it was everyone's favorite segment? I don't know what And the then fuck there were three more on. segments, he's, then Dollar Blaze Club. off about James McAvoy for this whole fucking thing. All right. So is he going to talk about Samuel Jackson next? Is I want to one? apologize. I'm playing it at 1x speed. So I apologize for that. <laughs> Art. It has got to be rough. Right? One yeah, character no is shit. difficult, but to switch like that, yeah. Okay, so James McAvoy also actually based one of the 23 personalities on a young Sayo. Is it 23 or 24? Wait, I feel like this minute. number is changing. I think he's getting 23 and me mixed in yeah, there. Yeah, right. This <laughs> review, promo code Stay Woke. <laughs> this review has been going on so long that one of the personalities died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish it was Seamus McKillian. <laughs> Sayo Race? I don't even know how to say this chick's name. Uh, he w- he worked with this girl so in uh, the film Atonement. 
Now that's a crazy movie too. Not as crazy, but definitely a, a, a versatile McAvoy. Definitely versatile. But that's really what it takes to be a good actor. Is you're technically pull, supposed to pull your characters from real life experiences, real life people, people you've met. And he actually pulled a character from somebody he's actually worked with in another film. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And like I said, he's he's great. This movie was actually filmed. In- <laughs> the fucking so five minutes. Hold on a guy. second. He just said this guy's amazing. He copied another actor that he was in a movie with. So he's Christian Slater, is what you're telling me. <laughs> just copied another actor hey, and made a career man. out of it. <laughs> it's not that impressive, if you ask me. He did the same thing on another one we listened to, where he's like, "Well, this actor's amazing." You know what's amazing about him, Carl? He can play characters. Now, a lot of people, now, you don't think about that, but <laughs> actors, they aren't people. They're characters. You know what I mean? And this actor, he can play Unless characters. you're Owen Wilson. You he act like a different person in every movie. Asshole. It's not that fucking impressive. <laughs> oh. In a former mental hospital in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which that would have been, I always wonder what that's like, because I live in a place where they're not filming film movies, right? And where it doesn't smell very good. And people don't have employment. And social services are knocking on my door again. They're not making movies in my area. And if they have, it's not close enough where I've ran into this. But I wonder what that's like. Because I've been to Chicago where they do a lot of The Shameless. They do all of Shameless in Chicago. I was not there during filming. (laughs) Dude, dude, I got a great story. I got a great story. I was in Chicago, which is where they filmed Shameless. I mean, I wasn't there while they were filming Shameless. I wasn't anywhere near where they filmed it. But I was in the city where they did that thing that one time. I was there. Well, the that's fascinating. Please go on. Thank you. <laughs> Holy shit. This guy has a way with a story. I like that he makes it personal. You know, he's got an anecdote about him. Do you guys know that there's cities in this country? I've been to cities. Yeah. Well, he, he brings you into his world. Yeah, and it's a, it's a it's a special place. Do you know where po- that popcorn is really popular in Chicago? <laughs> they eat it at home. <laughs> I saw it on a movie once. Yeah. It wasn't this movie? It was it a wasn't, different yeah, movie. Yeah, it was this other movie with James McAvoy. That I saw. Yeah. I saw it in England. By the way, <laughs> by the way, he's a great actor. I don't know, but if you know this, he plays different characters. It's really impressive. That is amazing. But there's still a lot of signs up and whatnot that say, you know, pedestrians are still good to travel this way. During filming, and I, I'd imagine that's probably how it goes on movie sets as well, or not the sets, but you know what I'm saying, like the uh, the location. If they're filming in this mental institution and around the area, they probably have it roped off or something blocked off, so that way people can't just cross back and forth. But oh, sorry, two down for so, a second. So like, he is telling us what he imagines it is like on a movie set. This is what I think it could be like when they're making a movie. I think probably set a rope and say, you can't go past this rope because we're filming a movie over here. <laughs> fucking ass. I fucking hate this guy. Like, I used to be mildly annoyed and kind yeah. of with it. I hate his guts now. I can't fucking take this guy. Well, man. I'm actually going to go into his subreddit later because I was in a city where they were filming a movie once. <laughs> so I, I have some info about this I can help him out with. <laughs> outside watching him, you know, film the thing. That's fucking aw- That'd be awesome. I actually was in... Um, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I was living in Ann Arbor, Michigan when wow. they. This is actually, wow. actually. All right, this is real. We we're filming that movie with Jason Segel and oh, no uh, <laughs> that movie Emily Blunt. Yeah, of course that one. Uh, some of the marriage, some sort of marriage film. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's on IMDb. It's just not easy. 
Uh, Sarah Paulson, who was also in this film. By the way, that was like a highlight of his life, too. Yeah. Oh. He was in a city where they were filming a movie. He had no idea what it was. It was a marriage movie. It was a marriage film. It was a marriage film. Duh. You know, one of those marriage films? Oh, my God. Is that a genre of film I don't know about? A marriage film? Was it someone's wedding video? Is that what you mean? Someone was getting married. There was a videographer. I don't know. I think it was Girl on a Train. Oh, Jen actually knows the answer. I think it was. Oh. Just from the information he gave you, me, so that's you, like... You've out Seamus the Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, though. I, I don't know. You know who was in Girl on a Train who was an amazing actress was What's-Her-Name. Yes. Remember that part in the script where yeah. she, she was on the, she was on the train? Something. You know what my favorite part of that movie was? Is that it was 82 minutes, and then it got 6.8 <laughs> stars, and that... And American Horror Story. She accepted the part without reading the script. Even though her role was originally discerning, written for a man, for the opportunity opportunity to work with M Night Shyamalan, she most definitely couldn't pass it up. That's you know most people probably feel that way, yeah. simply because of again this is press release bullshit. Yeah. Oh, did you have to negotiate terms? Did your agent get involved? I said yes as soon as I found out who was working on this film. A uh, uh, bullshit. That's not how this works at all. You're guaranteeing that this is going to be something crazy, right? Uh, James McAvoy uh, severely ups the ante on the number of personalities he portrays in a single film since oh, the previous God. split installment, from nine to a whopping 20 personalities appearing on That was 20! It changes every fucking time! Seriously. So a lot of people were kind of confused by that within the split film. They were right. saying things like, oh, he, he had 24 personalities, but you only saw two or three. 24. You definitely didn't see 24 personalities. It was oh more like God. two, three, four. I don't know. Not, definitely not 24. Wasn't so when people would read the synopsis or the six. description of the film, Maybe wherever, seven. before they watched it, or heard about it before they watched it, the first thing you find out is, he, you know how I say Opie's podcast is for lonely people? Yeah. This is what a lonely person making a podcast sounds like. It's like flipped. This guy's never had a conversation with a human being before. He doesn't know how to converse with people. I heard one person say that there were only six characters, or maybe there were 24, or maybe maybe there were 12. It sounded like 16 to me. I don't yeah. know. They, they might have saw two, they might have saw three, they might have saw four, they might have saw five, they might have saw three. This man has multiple personalities. You know, two dozen, to be exact. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? You expect to see them within the movie, but you don't. So it, it kind of it's like a cliffhanger. In a lot of ways, it pushes you to watch this movie just to see what his personality was truly like. What was going on there? And to see if your math checks out. Let's see all 24. <laughs> I want to see all 24 because don't don't set it up. Are you checking them off as you're watching it? How would you know? I got my notebook. Yeah. I got my this trapper one, keeper. Oh. That wasn't that different. Yeah. Well, we saw Sneezy. We saw Dopey. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that there's 24 and then never showing, right? That's unfair. Uh, the movie actually had 39 day shoot that started October 2nd, oh 2017, with a script comprising of 134 pages. I don't know, is that a long time? We just got the number shoot. of pages of the script, the number of pages of the script, the number of days uh, in the shoot. What was the weather like? Was that good? What was the barometric pressure when they started shooting? <laughs> That's fucking important. I need to know that. I'm not going to go see this movie. How many hard drives did they use to store the digital footage that they had? Talk about a spoiler. 39 days to shoot. Now I'm not going to watch it. Sorry, guys. It's not in the theater anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the com- no popcorn watching at home. Wait, you <laughs> can do that now? Yeah, yeah apparently. Oh, apparently you can fucking do that now. <sighs> crazy, man. The theme was first introduced in Unbreakable and... 
is frequently seen in the n- names of comic book characters, Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, etc. Uh, this movie follows this theme with superhero David Dunn. He's just describing that they have the same initials. first initial. Yes, yeah. initials. Are initial? yeah. Peter Parker, PP, and DD. That's the least interesting thing yeah. this guy has said, yeah. which is surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... It's impressive. That's a that's a tough competition. That's a right tough there. tough call right there. But holy shit, I don't care about that. Pretty interesting take though. Like how how M Night Shyamalan was able to, like the timing of this movie. With all of the popularity behind superheroes, here he is dropping this shit and killing it. You know, superhero you movie. We're about? twenty years into the fucking horrible superhero movie thing. Like, wow, what timing he made it with super mo- yeah, superhero exactly. movies popular. Dude, what was it? has been like 2001 was that fucking Spider-Man thing, right? It's just been nonstop Batman and Spider-Man and fucking Superman movies and fucking X-Men and all this fucking bullshit. It never fucking ends. There's like three of them a month every year for 20 fucking years. And he's like, boy, imagine that. He happened to cycle the other was hot with superhero movies. It's only been 20 fucking years. He knows all about this shit. You fucking know all about this shit, Seamus. This is bullshit. The fucking clockwork elves have been making Spider-Man movies. Also, I don't want to be an elitist answer. I understand how the movie industry works or the movie business works. M. Night Shyamalan has nothing to do with when this movie is released or how it's released. He makes the movie, hands it over to the studio, and they take care of the rest. Well, this guy's got some balls to put this movie out in May. No, that's just, yeah. that's on the schedule, IW, you fucking moron. Uh, well, and uh, correct me, isn't Unbreakable like 20 years old? I mean, that's I a... I think it was released in 2000. So almost 20 years old. Oh, so this yeah. is a fucking 20 year later sequel. And he's like, wow, imagine the fucking timing. Yeah, because in this fucking movie, <laughs> that's 19 years after the fucking first one. Right. <sighs> All right, let's see what else he has to say about it. <laughs> Doing a great job. Oh, somebody did a great job. That's so good to hear. Gross, what do you think about superhero movies? Doing a fucking fantastic job, really. Because nobody else is going to be able to put this spin on a superhero. Or superheroes and their their counterparts and what have you. Did you just say there were a bunch of directors who were better than him? That should be decent. It's from DC, I think. I'm not even sure. Don't quote me. I'm just speculating because I haven't seen it. I only know so much. I, like Elizabeth Banks is in it, as well as the fact that the this is like a bad superhero. He's not a good guy. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what but happens. Can it compare? What's to he talking M. Night about? I have work? No idea. It's like a, I gotta back it up. I He's talking about a movie he's never seen. What it doesn't matter. I gotta back it up. I know. I know you're upset. I know you're upset. I gotta find out what he's talking about here. It's a superhero movie. He's not sure if it's DC or not. Spoiler alert. I mean, there's that film, Brightburn, that should be decent. It's from DC, I think. I'm not even sure. Don't quote me. I'm just speculating because I haven't seen it. I only know so much. I, like, Elizabeth Banks is in it, as well as the fact that the this is, like, a bad superhero. He's not a good guy. So we'll see. Villain. We'll see what happens. But can it compare to M. Night Shyamalan's work? It's like a... Is it competing uh, with it? Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> Are they going to be able to do better with Brightburn? They're just two know. separate movies. It's just two different the movies. Glass has been out of the theater for a long fuck. It's like out on video. It's been on video. Well, Brightburn has 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm oh, sure James, it's also amazing. James will love it. 
<laughs> that, that's a sweet spot. Is it believable? I don't How many know. pages were in that? Is it believable? I am looking forward to seeing that, though. Uh, this is the third movie where James McAvoy had to shave his head. Oh, my God. He's the, the bald head quite often, if you didn't notice that. Uh, the film was a proper sequel to Unbreakable and was released 19 years later. I like that. And Bruce Willis looks the same age. How does that happen? Uh, many <gasps> cast members had previously cares. starred in other superhero or comic book movies. It's boring uh, as Sin City, shit. Red, Red 2, and The Last Sin City. Uh, Spencer Treat Clark was in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., James McAvoy in Wanted, and the X-Men franchises, as well as Samuel L. Jackson. He's just mousing over people. And now this guy was in his other And oh, as Octopus in The Spirit. Ah, you guys remember The Spirit? That I can't was a weird fucking one, huh? take it! Scarlett Johansson, I believe, was in that. Can you be quiet? Uh, I can't Anya hear Taylor-Joy yeah. is in New Mutants. And Sarah Paulson was also in The Think Spirit. Think about it. Would this be interesting that? to you? Very Would you listen though. to this? The entire main cast has all been associated with superheroes. At some You're not charismatic! Outside of just this film. Amazing. But I definitely no. recommend it. Highly recommend it for anybody who... Again, every movie that comes out is a superhero movie. These people have also been in other superhero movies. Yeah, nine you don't each. say. Nine you each. don't say. Who just likes a good plot twist, as well as a lot of action. A lot of shit going down. A lot of fighting going down throughout this whole film. I recommend it for anybody and everybody. Phenomenal. Oh, anybody and everybody. Gum wads for this film, man. It's a high one. We're looking at 4.7. Out of five. Oh, 4.7. It's one of those films that you could almost watch DLR. a thousand times and never once be bored with it. Highly recommend. No, 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 Nothing about the film at all. <laughs> Tell me one thing you know about the film other than who was in it and what other movies. I don't even know who's in it. I still don't remember. Tell me, we're gonna watch a movie. It's, it's movie night tonight. It's date night. Uh, well, you know what? We should. What? We should listen to fucking uh, shoot gum. Well, I think what, he does in the good interview. Uh, what start? He starts the review by saying, "Listen, if you haven't seen this movie, you're not gonna like this review because there's a lot of spoilers in it." Yeah. Yeah. And then he doesn't say anything about the movie other than there's a twist in it. And then he goes, "Well, I'd recommend this for anybody. Maybe everybody." Well, but you're only it. talking to people who've already seen the movie. Are you recommending they go rewatch the film? There were zero spoilers given out, except for the fact that there are 24 characters that this guy oh, plays. Right, right. 24 different characters. You know what? That's two dozen. Two dozen two characters. Dozen characters. Not all of them are in the movie, mind you. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> only a Give couple were in the movie. There were zero spoilers in that. I know nothing about this movie. No. That was the most fucking shallow surface. That was a review of the IMDb page. More than it was a review of That would be like doing a book report by reading the back of the book. <laughs> and talking about, well, you know, you can eat popcorn while you read a book. In fact, you can yeah. pop popcorn at home while you read a book. This book is 380 pages. <laughs> uh, it was uh, really good from start to finish. There were words and chapters. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to point something out, Crouch. Because the first time we reviewed Seamus McKillian, mm. he loved the movie that he was reviewing, and he said, I give a 4.5 out of 5, because nothing's perfect. Yeah. It can always all, be better. It's always room for improvement. It's always room for improvement. 4.7. That's like an A++, I would I would say, on his scale, right? Is that out of 5? Out of 5. Wads of gum? Yeah, 4.7 wads of gum out of 5. That's some scale. 
recommend it. Check it out, guys. 100%. Love this movie. You don't say. It's called Glass Is it? by M. Night Shyamalan. Who's in it? Hey, guys. Just want to take a minute away from the show to tell you a little bit about my friends, Podcoin. That's P-O-D-C-O-I-N. I know you guys enjoy listening. I never would have figured out how to spell Podcoin. I'm so glad you explained that to me. Uh, the possibilities are endless. Listening to podcasts, otherwise you would have never heard this ad. So if you would like to get paid to listen to podcasts, it's got the download thing the Podcoin yeah. app today. You will find every single podcast you can think of on Podcoin, and you can listen to it and get paid. And then you can take that money. Wait, you can get paid to listen to podcasts? Is yeah, this how so Opie has his download numbers? <laughs> is this what's going on? His mortgage. Westwood One is like, listen, kid, we'll give you a nickel. Just download this episode 800 times. Donate it to... Ch- I'm just kidding. He's not Westwood One anymore. Charity. Get an Amazon gift card. So many options. So many reasons to go download the Podcoin app right now. It is available on all iOS and Android devices. So get that Podcoin app today and get paid to listen. Use code Seamus for 300 Podcoin. I thought the code was Stay Wolf. And now, back to the show. This dude is fucking corny. (laughs) Alright guys, so due to the fact that this next part of the show, we are going to be talking about a series, we of course have to leave Cinemania... And go straight into an amazing, your other favorite category, my other favorite category, not category, what am I saying? I'm off track, guys. Sorry, drank too much coffee. It's not his best podcast, that's for sure. Boy. He's a little off today. I expect more from him. I expect better. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. The next segment, simply called, Series Breakdown. Hold on a second. What do you guys like better, Cinemania or Series Breakdown? Because I am torn. It's like picking your favorite child. They're both amazing segments. I gotta go with the breakdown. It made me laugh harder. (laughs) Oh, just you wait. You will not be laughing once you hear him yeah. dissect this series. There will be no laughing going on here. So uh, we're doing a current series now. It's uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. It's a new one. I thought we have not listened to this previously. I <laughs> I love this series. I Love Lucy is an amazing show. The acting on this show. Yeah. <laughs> she has 24 personalities. <laughs> Nagging cunt, whiny bitch. She used them all when she did that chocolate fucking bit when she was on the conveyor belt for 24. Yeah. Now, you might have only seen four. Maybe you saw five. Maybe you saw six. Maybe you saw seven. Either way, 4.7 fucking gums. Okay, so as I said at the top of the show, we're going to be looking at the three seasons of the show from Netflix known as Slasher. <laughs> okay, so we already talked about Jackass. the movie Glass in yes, some detail. Did. Yep. And, and like I said, I highly recommend it. Anybody who just simply likes a good plot twist, yeah, we learned a lot about it. Or just Bruce Willis or Samuel L. Jackson or James. Why is he rehashing this? <laughs> Do any of the actors like it? I, I don't thought know. we moved on, <laughs> guys. If you're just joining uh, us, what we did a minute ago is we talked recap. about this movie. McAvoy, you will not lose. 
Now, this next thing I feel like I might have mentioned before in another episode or what have you, but... Or what have you. Either way, they have just released the third season, which, in my mind, is probably the last season. They do that a lot. Uh, simply 30 episodes for a series, and so then So you that's think it. it's the last season? They do that a lot. Suppose... They end series. Yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of shit in his they mind, do. I believe. Sometimes the final season is the last one they do. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's a Netflix thing. <laughs> Go figure. We will see. Because I'll be honest with you guys right here from the get. <clears throat> I don't 100% remember how the, how the first two seasons went. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gonna review a show. He doesn't remember. It's not really a spoiler alert. Uh. <laughs> so we joined season three with a bunch of characters I never even heard of. Yeah, what's in the middle that? of some predicament. Well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but let's talk about the actors. Did you know they're playing characters? Let's talk about what other TV shows they've been in. Yeah, I guarantee he talks nothing about the plot or how good of a show this is. I have no idea, no clue, and that's what happens, man. That's the one thing I I, I hate about television is no, it's your brain, idiot. It's yeah, not television. You must hate television in general. <laughs> I hate the fact that I could go back and watch it at any time yeah. I want to, <laughs> and I don't. Yeah, and I'd still review it on my podcast. These fucking characters with shit they've done. Yeah, <laughs> the one thing I hate about television is there's these different shows that are about different stuff. I fucking hate that. I'm with you. You know, like for instance with Game of Thrones. We had to wait how (laughs) This is everyone's favorite part of the show, series breakdown. I saw it, I don't remember a thing. And that was series breakdown. Hey guys, this is commercial breakdown. Long before they came out with the the final season. You start to not care. Not only do you not care, but you forget completely as to why you were so invested in the first place. Why did I like that character? Oh, what is this person doing? You know, you find yourself connecting with these characters because, especially if you can binge watch, like for instance, you can go and watch all 11 seasons of Frasier right now. You could do the same thing with Friends or Cheers. Oh my God. And you can get emotionally invested. Same thing with Breaking Bad because you can watch all of it at once. And hey guys, did you know that? that come There's shows that you can watch over a bunch time. Of episodes. Makes it harder to be. <laughs> it's not the same. It's all about convenience. Can I watch it all at once? Can I wow. binge watch it? No, I have to wait for episodes to drop. Well, I'm out. But either way, this is called Slasher. It's a TV series. Came out 2016. It is not rated. It runs one hour and is simply drama, horror, and mystery. Simply. It's simply three categories. The usual. (laughs) Synopsis of this series is an anthology series, an anthology (laughs) series featuring rampaging serial killers leaving carnage in their wake as their next victims fight. Again, if you won't go back to listen to your show and clean it up, why should I listen to your show? You can't go back listen to a thirty-five minute long podcast. And fix the part where you mispronounce easy words? Yeah. It was perfect. Oh, good point. I like that it's an anthology series, which means it doesn't matter if you didn't watch the first <laughs> yeah. fucking season. No shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even listening to his words anymore. Thank you for picking up on that. To stay alive. Okay, so I'm partially remembering. I think there might have been... 
No, it's all coming back Multiple. to me now. Partially. You know, a lot like American Horror Story, where each season is a little bit different. All right, so a uh, series is directed by Craig David Wallace, Felipe Rodriguez, and it's written by Aaron Martin. And <laughs> did he just say Sleepy Rodriguez? Yeah, I like that. I like that a <laughs> lot. To the slow poke on Dallas. <laughs> How do we get the cheese hey. from the pussy gato? Sleepy Rodriguez. <laughs> Sleepy Rodriguez. Uh, the Mexicans finally laughing, everybody. <laughs> we finally got her. <laughs> Sleepy Rodriguez. His parents must have been hippies, huh? <laughs> Sleepy Rodriguez. Hey, when I wake up my directed by Craig. Oh, I gotta listen to that again. I think he's in the Hall of Clichés in the South Park episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David Wallace, Felipe Rodriguez, and written by <laughs> <Anna>. Felipe. Felipe. <laughs> I heard that wrong. I want to apologize. <laughs> Don't tell my superiors. Oh, God. It's uh, my brother, Reiki Gonzalez. Hey, here comes Border Jumper. Hey, Border Jumper. Get over here. And Lucy Page, it looks like. But yeah, guys, I am, uh, wow. Wow. Hardly even know what to say about He's this. Because... Of course you hardly know what to say. You don't even know what it is. This is a, an amazing review already. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Here are the actors in it. I don't know anything about it. I don't know it. what to say. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a clip from this guy that you should keep on your board is, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Seriously. I'll tell you first and foremost that uh, it's not a show for the faint of heart. <laughs> Those who cannot... Deal really, a, with a intense yeah, no shit. gore kind of, uh, and uh, straight up carnage. For instance, to put it into a little bit better of a perspective, the very first episode of the third season initially initially begins with a man, not within the first few minutes of the thing. Okay, but oh the first God. episode certainly. Whatever, I'm not gonna watch it. You fucking lied to me, Seamus! Watch the first four and a half minutes and didn't get to that part you said. Features a guy being decapitated in the middle of the street with okay. an axe. <gasps> and unlike I hope it was how it goes in, in movies generally, where it's a single swing type of situation, this guy had to like, cut this guy's head off with an axe. This guy's going to catch up to me! I'm just too sleepy. I can't run! I can't run anymore! He's so it's not, it's not aerodynamic, man! I wish the adrenaline would pick up. <laughs> I just had so many burritos. <laughs> this chair it keeps dragging me down. With like three swings. And then he put the, the guy's head on the hood of a car like an ornament. So if you can't even get past that, there's a lot... There's a lot... <laughs> it gets a lot worse, to say the least, okay? Um, for instance, I can't even remember what episode I was on, but it really got me because in the same episode, they were dissecting frogs, and I've never dissected a frog, so I don't know what the hell the inside of a... 
In a horror movie? He went from He was chopping up ahead! He was homeschooled. Yeah. This oh, motherfucker was homeschooled. Yeah, because didn't we all That explains a fucking lot. Or right not there. schooled at all. Is that That's possible? Cool. Yeah. You think he's a feral child? They just found him in the woods. And I mean, he's not doing a book review yeah. podcast. That's true. That's true. Hey, you want to dissect these frogs, man? I yeah. just I just can't believe that he went from... This is called Slasher. Right. It's gory. It's gruesome. There's an episode where they dissect a frog. <laughs> I did that in eighth fucking grade. That's not that crazy. A frog looks like, and I'm like, hmm, that's gross. And before the episode's over, the bad guy ends up dissecting a teacher right there in the classroom. Is that a twist? And she's still alive <laughs> as he, he's already cut her open. And then he goes to cut the chest plate. And all. Oh, man, it is horrendous. It is hard to watch, 100%. So if you can't deal with just the guy being his head cut off in the very beginning, you're not going to get through the rest of the season. That's a ringy and that's just Seamus. Yep. So far, so good. Yeah, what the fuck? He's only that? seen the first episode, though, so far. It's, that's what it seems like. Because that's what he said. Yeah. He's like, this, the first episode, I watched the first five minutes. It's gory. It sounds riveting. <laughs> it's the third season that I can remember, you guys. I can't remember the first two seasons, 100%. I literally <laughs> oh, binge-watched this third season because <laughs> I, I was like, I know that show was crazy good. I guess we'll see. You know, I just don't remember it. Sometimes when you get back into a show, they they help you. Like you already went through this. We already did this, Seamus. We know you don't remember it. You wish they refreshed you. We did five minutes on this. You can fucking continue on to the next pointless fucking. And we're not following the same characters through. It doesn't matter. Last season. Sometimes they don't because sometimes last season has nothing to do with the newest season, and that's right. kind of how I felt. But then again, it. The storylines do intertwine. Oh. Okay. Either right. way. All right. This is not your stereotypical. How would he know that? <laughs> he doesn't remember anything about the last season. But there's a bunch of shit from last season that's in this season. How do you know? Did someone tell you that? I think the guy who got decapitated in the first scene uh, was in the last season. <laughs> yeah. He played a different character, though. He plays lots of different characters. Yeah, he's, played yeah. characters. he's got 24 characters. Yeah, did you know that? Actors can play different characters? Fucking wild. Wow. That, cool. that frog was in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got his come up and that, that frog was in episode two. He's like, hello, my darling. <laughs> I'm like, someone better fucking murder that frog. I'll watch every season of this show. This is a show that is almost surprising to be on Netflix. It seems like an HBO type of situation. Uh, a paper. What's the difference? There isn't really much anymore. No, not much. Netflix has really stepped up their game with nudity and violence. Right. It's yeah. terrific. Thank God. Perfume situation, maybe. it was. It's aggressive. And I don't know if it was progressively getting worse as far as the gore, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it definitely <laughs> will hold you in suspense. Later on, they cut You're up a sit big there and be like, oh, Should I shut this off? How much further is it going to go? Oh, it's going there. Okay, well, we're already here watching, so... Might okay. as well. It's I like, damn it, why is it going to be so slow? Let's <laughs> yeah. speed up. Can you get more popcorn or not? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Or are you this guy is reviewing things. Yeah. Doesn't that require you to continue watching them? Right. Not Should I rules. keep watching this? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter think? for this show. He's just going to read the IMDb page either way. It doesn't really matter. Well, this is bad. I mean, for the movie review, he said nothing. This, he at least remembered two things that happened in the show. That's I mean, true. That's, right. That's, that is the deepest review I've ever heard him give, and I've, I've listened to like nine of his fucking movie reviews at this point. He remembered some of it. That's good. 
That's all you... You just gotta decapitate somebody and that gets, that gets on his radar. That he can remember. Section type of thing. You know what I mean? Why well, do we gotta spend know. so much time on that shit? Ugh. It's aggressive. But what's really cool is the episodes in the third season are aptly named for the hours of the day. So, episode one is 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. So it's just a three-hour span. Wow! And bada-boom, bada-bang. There you go. Three hours and it progresses like that. Wow. Uh, episode two is 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. So it's like the uh. show 24, except for the show 24 was well-written and had a storyline. Yeah, that number 24, man. Oh, 24! Yeah, yeah. He's coming up. This isn't something new. And I'll... He literally just said, you know what I really like about the show? The episodes have great titles. Yeah, it's great titles. The, this episode's called 6 to 9. Yeah. This one's called 9 to 12. Well, that's because what else do you talk about when you've never watched it? <laughs> that's yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> He's fucking looking, He's at, the... looking at the menu <laughs> on this fucking screen right now. I love that there's 10 episodes. It came episodes. out in 2018. Oh, you know what? There's a back button. There's I love back button you know, the this, back button. Oh, no, no, that's the actual menu. So. <laughs> Episode 3, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. We oh get it! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we see! Does you see what I'm saying? Do such a thing. But it, it's got a 6.7 out of 10. Uh, the series cast is Dean McDermott, who is very versatile. They're all really good actors. So, uh, Christopher Jacot, uh, Jim Watson, Paulino Nunez, uh, Katie McGrath, and uh, let me just say this, Paulino Nunez looks very much like the guy from uh, The Devil's Rejects. I can't think of what his name Great. is. Great! The guy you can't think of his Boy, name. Boy, that's WB wonderful. or something. I don't know. He's got like, a weird name. He's right. doesn't yeah. matter that much. He just looks like him. If you've seen The Devil's Rejects, you know what guy I'm talking about. The bald guy. The clown. Uh, Joanne Vanicola. Uh, Paula Brancati. He's nine names like deep. I said, a lot of n- not so popular names. Not people that I've ever even really heard of. <laughs> Why are you reading them? No one knows who these people are. And by the way, I want to point this out to Seamus, because I know he's listening to this right now. If you get cast on a movie or a Netflix show, you're probably a pretty good actor. Stop being so surprised. Everyone on the show is a really good actor. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't fucking believe it. You're not going to believe this. They play different characters. That's fucking amazing. This guy was a corpse on Law & Order once. He was a pervert on Law & Order once. He's done it up. (laughs) And I'll be honest, that's the way it I'll, should go. I'll be honest. If you want it to work, you got you know, you have to I don't know, you have to really invest in it. But I guess this was uh, originally put on the channel uh the Chiller Network, which I've never really heard of. So it is now on Netflix. I don't know if they just bought it or what, but it is definitely on I don't know either. Uh, I don't the opening know scene of the series shows a carved pumpkin. This is a direct homage to John Carpenter's Halloween. Okay, great. The pumpkin is an exact duplicate of the beginning credits of Halloween, 1978. Okay, uh, In season okay. one, Sarah and Cam say they want to. They went to Camp Monte- uh, Motega oh where they were kids, which is the setting of season two. So see, I'm going to have to binge watch it all again. Go right back through. Uh, Parts of Slasher were actually filmed in Sudbury, Ontario. I wonder where that is. I got some friends in... I wonder where that is! (laughs) This whole podcast is filled up with everything he doesn't know. (laughs) Which is a lot! Uh, So these uh, actors I've never heard of, they filmed it in a place I've never been. 
He's surprised uh, every time. Filmed in <laughs> Sudbury, Ontario. Wonder where that is. <laughs> friends in Canada, I'll have to find out. Hold on a second. He literally said, "I have some friends in Canada I'll have to find out." <laughs> That's a whole country. Yeah, yeah. I got some friends in the country. U.S. It goes from the East Coast to the West Coast. It's a whole. It's not Luxembourg that we're talking about. Thirty-two million fucking people. Ah, I wonder if the, my friends were there when they were filming it. Since medieval times, the following punishments have been assigned. To the seven deadly sins. That goes with one of the seasons for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ty Olson, Glenn, plays a character, Benny, in the show Supernatural. So in what? Slasher, Glenn's real name turns out to be Benny as well. Okay. <laughs> See, that's beautiful. It's just like when I just recently found out, and I, I, I feel like I've heard it before, but I just recently paid more attention to it and made the connection because there's a second it coming out. <gasps> okay. And that is that a lot of the movies tend to go together. What? The stories from Stephen King, they tend to go together. That's all. (laughs) This fucking asshole just found out that the books that Stephen King has been writing since the early 1970s, that they're all related, he just found that out. Stephen King is five decades into his writing career, spawning the most popular films of all time, and he just found out that some of the books are related. Oh, and like you knew that. Like you knew all about that fucking shit. You fucking know all about this shit. You're goddamn right I did, Alex. Bullshit. Can I point out, I'm on the the player.fm page for Chewed Gum. He's got a bunch of tags for his podcast. I want to read to you what his tags are. Now, tags are used on the internet to find things that are related to things you're interested in, right? When you tag something, you want it to say, like, I don't know, this would be, like, movie reviews. Might be a good tag. Let me read you the tags. Science. Tech. Huh? <laughs> careers. Huh? Society. What? Higher education. What? Fashion and beauty. <laughs> what? Lifestyle. Business. Humans. Isn't that just all of them? Education. Music. Wow, okay. okay. He's got me there. He's got me there. Social sciences. Marketing. What? Comedy. U.S. government. Yeah, it must just be every fucking day. Yeah, oh, just, my just, God. Just History is in there. Graphic design is in there. I just heard about this guy, Stephen Study King. Hall. <laughs> Study Hall. <laughs> Recess. <laughs> Jim. All right. What the fuck? All right, we just learned something fascinating about... Did we ever? Stephen King. But the stories from Stephen King, they tend to go together. That's awesome. That's fantastic because they That's just fantastic. mentioned uh, something about some crazy, dog some crazy dog in Pet Cemetery, <laughs> And they're obviously talking about Cujo. Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> he got it! He got it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, I feel like I was watching him Google in real time. There's a place where Pennywise and all his doings took place. And that was simply the same area that pet, the Pet Cemetery story takes place and Cujo. Is this supposed to be a slash so I guess review? what I'm trying to say is what I really enjoy say. when stories or shows that you wouldn't expect to kind of intertwine. It's all the same author! 
Goldberg. Why wouldn't you expect it to intertwine? But he just said that season one intertwines with season two, and that's you wouldn't expect that. Boy, you never expect that season one and season two are related. <laughs> oh. That's what he just fucking said. They have the exact same name, and it's the exact same show, and it's the same actors, but you can't believe these storylines. Yeah. They actually intertwine. They actually intertwine. Like, could you imagine the next Pet Cemetery having Cujo in it, or yes. Cujo being the next movie coming out from a Stephen King book? That'd be amazing. It. Because as a kid, I grew up around these people and other kids who were afraid of dogs, terrified, and... That movie is definitely a reason that that is the case. Same thing with uh, clowns. Stephen King is 100% the reason that some of these fears have manifested. I mean, let's let's be let's be extra critical. That's a ridiculous observation. That is a stupid observation. I have friends who are afraid of dogs. I mean, one got bitten by one on the face, but still, it could be from this movie. I would imagine. Going on. Are we out of the Opie segment? <laughs> this is this guy's in his early twenties. Okay. He has a girlfriend. Okay. And a son. Son or a daughter. Okay. And a son or yeah, a baby. A son or okay. A son or a daughter. Or a baby. Let's okay. go one or two ways. Yeah. And this is what I know about Seamus McKillian, is that when his girlfriend gave birth, didn't make a sound. Yeah. Very important fact. Yes. Last year, that's fact. If it wasn't for, I mean, think about all these old movies. If most of the horror movies from back in the day were simply Stephen King stories brought to life, he was the the master of. There have uh, been horror. like fifty movies based on Stephen King properties. Is this guy saying, "Wow, could you imagine if somebody made a movie based on a Stephen King book?" That's what he just fucking said. <laughs> Is that what he said? That's I... what he just fucking. Could you imagine if they made a fucking no, movie? No, that's of the not Stephen what King he book? said. Hold on, I gotta listen now. Now I'm confused. If it wasn't for, I mean, think about all these old movies. If most of the horror movies from back in the day were simply Stephen King stories brought to life, he was the the master of uh, horror. How many can we name? But doesn't matter. My point is, is doesn't matter. It doesn't, matter. It doesn't matter. But I mean, there's matter. like a million fucking. Yeah, know. I think he does oh, what he was saying God. though. He was saying that most of the old horror movies were Stephen King. We're based on Stephen King. That's that, what he just that's said. That's not what it sounded no, like. No, it sounded like he said, could you imagine if all those old horror movies were Stephen King movies? Am I right? He split his own argument uh-huh. halfway through. Did he? He said, could you imagine if... Maybe then... maybe I'm um, bored out of my mind. Yeah. And I've just <laughs> lost the ability to follow what this guy's talking about. It's difficult. It's very possible. I would like to see another Cujo film. You already said that. Yeah, made we know. in the year 2019, 2020, whatever. Okay, great. Because that's going to be a scary way, Name your year, buddy. Cujo was a shit movie. <laughs> oh, my God. It really was. It's a really bad movie. And, like, all right, I want to see a new Willy Wonka. No, you don't. No, they did that. And it sucked. It's good. I want to see a new Lion King. No, you really don't. They did it. And it sucked. Yeah, but the new Aladdin's amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like remaking The Sandlot and having a, uh, a CGI dog. Not even CGI, but yeah, right. I mean, it probably would be. <laughs> Who's he what arguing with? Who is he arguing with right now? <laughs> but it would definitely be more interesting than just the the regular large St. Bernard or what have you. You fucking Still scary, idiot. But not The thing wrong with the Sandlot was that it wasn't a CGI dog. I don't, That's what he just I don't know said. what point he's making anymore. Because there wasn't a regular it. large dog. I'm just going to let it go. Oh. Like Cujo. If they remake uh, the movie, so let's, let's, let's really up the ante here. CGI car. Because yeah. cars don't exist anymore. You know what they should do, Kevin? <laughs> bigger. They should make a new 
Jaws, and they should have a CGI shark. A CGI shark. Could you imagine? What if that shark got pulled up in a tornado? And then his buddies (laughs) were also pulled up in some tornado. What do they call that? They would need a very versatile shark actor for that. They would. Probably a a shark actor that could play a lot of different characters. Who knows? We'll see. But either way, I really did this fucking... I can't even express how crazy this this season here of slasher was does he like this does he like this show i don't it's fucking crazy some guy got his head chopped off there was a frog he was he was yeah i'm not i'm not following was this good how many gum wads is he gonna give this show let's do a prediction i'm gonna say four four out of five four point six three point three point five three point five two Ooh, Two! What the You set me up. You set me up, you motherfucker. I'm going to say 4.5. Reminded me a lot of the the he movies, the Saw one. series. You guys have seen the, you guys have seen Saw, Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, oh all God. the way up to 7, and now Jigsaw. Okay. Basically stating that it's it's very gore-filled. Okay. There's a lot of gore, a lot of blood, a lot of uh, crazy deaths. And it's intense. Okay, <laughs> I can't even. I, I don't know how else to explain it. So you're saying the show Slasher is like a slasher film? <laughs> I think that's why they <laughs> named it that, dummy. It is a very intense show, hard to watch. But if you can get past it, you're. When the answers come to the light, you're like, okay, I was not expecting that. Very much like M Night Shyamalan. Oh, well, I highly retarded. recommend it, guys. The newest season is available right now on Netflix. But as far as the gum wads are concerned, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I have to say 4.4. Oh! Oh, I was so fucking close. Yes. Even more terrifying. Right? If it was shitty. There's nothing he watches that isn't at least a 4.2. I should have told you guys that. You should have told I me that. I cheated a little bit there. God damn it. I, was, I almost said 4.4. I'm going to go back and fix this in post. 4.4. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to sound so natural. <laughs> There's someone at Netflix right now who's like, we're getting a slight bump in uh, viewership. <laughs> something called Chewed Gum? <laughs> Somebody sent this guy some hats. Yeah. He really geez. likes Slasher. He's been endorsing us up and down. How many chewed gum wads did we get? Get Sleepy Rodriguez on the phone. He needs to know about this. <laughs> oh, he's out working in the fields? Oh, never mind. Never oh. mind. He's not. It's siesta time. We can't call him. <laughs> get Reiki. The acting. You're not going to find it believable. It just makes more sense for it to be better, for it to be realistic. description of chewed gum. I don't I should have done this at the beginning. So I don't think we all knew what we were getting ourselves into. Chewed gum is an entertainment critic podcast. Sure is. Dissecting entertainment while trying to be informative and humorous. Oh of course. There's a comma after informative. <laughs> There's not three things there. We're trying to be informative and humorous. Come listen to us chew up entertainment. You chewed it up alright. Is there anything informative about anything that we've heard? No. We, what does it say? We dissect? Dissecting entertainment while trying to be informative. But not, you know, okay. 
But not frogs. Well, they're not frogs. That's, not dissecting frogs. That's gross. I don't yeah, like it. I don't like that. Is He thinks it's informative because he's reading IMDb to me? Is that why he thinks it's informative? And there's Seamus no... reads you IMDb. Could you imagine this guy's show before the internet? It would be TV Guide. 7 o'clock, Jeopardy. <laughs> 7.30, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, Wheel yeah. of Fortune. I don't know anything about this. Uh, I've never heard of it. I don't I've know what goes on. There's a wheel, I think. I don't know, maybe. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, as always. This has been a fun time. I had a good no, time doing this episode. Nope. Some creepy. Too. Again, he has to explain that it was fun. You know that's not the case when you have to explain. We had a great time today. Mm, no. To no one. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Movies here, creepy TV series. Series is? Is that what it is? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> definitely not. It's definitely not series. But nonetheless, check them out, man. Nonetheless. You will enjoy them, especially if you're, you like the dark side. The darker side of horror movies. The graphic side. The gory side. You can't go like wrong. the lighter side of horror movies. Thank you, movie. <laughs> Hello, my baby. <laughs> Hello. None of that stuff really happened. Uh, uh, I like to watch horror movies in reverse, so it's like, oh, the ghost was never here. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did you say about things not happening? Back it up, 15. You yeah. like the dark side. The darker side of horror movies. The graphic side. The gory side. You can't go wrong. Thankfully, it is a movie, and none of that stuff really happened. Uh, <laughs> so Slasher wasn't based on a real story? That's well, good actually, to know. I'm it's out. I'm out. a movie. <laughs> right. Let's get down here. Fortunately, yeah. guys, I used to be fooled by this back when I was in my teens, but now I know it's just a movie. Yeah. It's not a real thing that's happening. No one really was decapitated in the yeah. first scene. My mom held me real tight and let me know. Sorry, it's Carl. Just a movie. Jason's here. Hi, uh, Jason. <laughs> hope but either way if you enjoy the show please jump over on itunes apple Podcasts, whatever what have you and leave a five-star review five stars only man that's the only thing that makes a difference if you don't have anything nice to say as my mom taught me don't say anything at all oh, no, whoops and we don't have to be in conflict and we can all he did not learn that lesson he says everything that's, he, has, he, he says, says everything mostly all nice the time and nothing <laughs> i'm sure his mom is very proud she should have taught him to shut up He's the <laughs> Jen. What? He's the host of his own podcast. Ooh. Fine. He's doing pretty well. You're just a, you're just a jingles department. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're the head of the jingles department. Thank you <laughs> for acknowledging that. Thank you. Live on, uh, enjoying our lives and not being hateful towards one another. Yep. Too late. Oh my gosh! He can barely oh, speak. Hold on, I think he's talking to me. I got to back this up. You don't have anything nice to say. As my mom taught me, don't say anything at all. Oops. It's easier. Then we don't have to be in conflict, and we can all live on, uh, enjoying our lives and not being hateful towards one another. <laughs> uh, on top of that, if you feel like doing more for the show, like some of the lovely people out there, such as the Lazy Stoner, go ahead and become a Patreon patron. Oh, hold and on. donate at patreon.com chewed gum just like the show as well as uh, you can make a one time donation at paypal.me right. who wants to guess how many patrons he has and anything helps man really keeps four. me in. I'm going to say 17 4.4 I haven't looked yet wow. any guesses Cecilia 4 Chris he mentioned one person's name. He said, thank you to so-and-so. If anybody else wants to be a patron, I'm going to say one. 
It's one! Oh! Yeah, no, look! Yes! He's making five bucks a month. He's got one patron. Wow. The stoner guy. He has more patrons than friends. Yeah, He true. really is a celebrity. That's true. Uh, working hard? Uh, this is the part of the show that happens every time. It's the part of the show where I get too mean and Jennifer the Jingles apartment gets upset. <laughs> God. So I got one. It happens every Fuck. time. Because <laughs> he mentioned the guy's name. Oh, I got to make this up. It's but so I thought funny. it would be cumulative over time. He's put out like a million podcasts. Just like the show. Anything at all. It's easier. Then we don't have to be in conflict and we can all live on <laughs> enjoying our lives and not being hateful heart. towards one another. Come on, bro. Because it's one or the other. <laughs> you know, he gets, uh, off top. The, he gets off the podcast and he picks up the phone and he goes, Hey, stoner guy? Yeah. yeah I mentioned you in the show. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for the five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> for that, if you feel like doing more for the show, like some of the lovely people out there, such as the Lazy Stoner. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? If you want to do more like some of the other people out there, such as the Lazy Stoner. Yeah. There's only one person. Yeah. There's only yeah, one person doing it. Lazy Stoner, right, right. For example. Yeah. Just friends. The list goes on. Yeah. Go ahead and become a Patreon patron. And donate at patreon.com. Are we boring you, Crouch? Crouch is already checking his text messages. Yeah, it's like, right. we, we almost wrapped this thing no. up. Slash. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Just like the show. As well as, uh, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash chewed. And anything helps, man. Really keeps me, uh... What was that address? Paypal.me slash chewed and? Uh, working hard. Doing what I do. And, uh... You know, making content to entertain you guys to the best of my ability. I believe as long that. as we yeah. have been doing that, this. Right? Finally, being honest. And yeah. I have a lot of fun. It's because of you guys that actually make it all worth it. And once again, this has been Chewed Gum. And I have been Seamus McKillian. Until next time, guys. Stay creating. Forever create. Good night, Slim. Slim. I think he was talking to his patron again. Oh, there you go. Right? And like the slim stone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's taking off his suit jacket. <laughs> he's carrying it out of a hook. Yeah. He's, bo- he's, he's bowing. Brow. Yeah, yeah, watch out his brow. He yeah, bows in front of the whole audience. Yeah. I'm confused. Does he call his newborn lazy stoner? Yeah. Or not? That's a, that's a grand five dollar. Kid made the music, right? This is the music of a madman. This is a guy that downloaded two loops and just hit play on both of them. Yeah. There's nothing really that relates. BPM be damned. Yeah. Don't care. Alright, well that wraps it up. We got through the whole thing, everybody. Oh, God. So this fucking idiot. Yeah. He knows Welcome nothing. Friends. I'm your host, Seamus oh, McKillian. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no! That's what hell is. Player.fm just starts playing the next episode. Like, why would you think I'd want to hear that? Yeah. What makes you think that? So he knows nothing about film, nothing about film criticism. Correct. Definitely not enough to know that he sucks at film criticism. Correct. He knows nothing about communicating, nothing about speaking English, nothing about telling a story or conveying any information at all. And he knows so little about it that he doesn't know that he sucks at it. And he clearly doesn't know shit about podcasting or making anything that anyone could possibly enjoy for any reason whatsoever. You know what he does know? How to upload his show and have it syndicated on the fucking internet. That's the one thing I wish he didn't understand. Yeah, no shit. If only he didn't understand that element, 
We would never be in this predicament. Yeah. This wouldn't exist right now. And the world would be a better place. I'd be in bad practice. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I want to thank you very much. It's all about the band. I want to thank everybody for coming over and joining us for this experiment. We'll see how it went. I don't know. I, I This is my prediction. Yeah. You're going to drop this episode and be like, what the fuck, Carl? <laughs> yeah, where's the old <laughs> so, yeah. What's going on with all the old shit? What's with all the experimental bullshit? <laughs> Why is that fucking Kevin guy there? Yeah, what the fuck, Carl? You always have fucking contact, yeah. dude. That's a good point. We all love cross-a-sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for Jen from the Jingles Department, the Mexican, Kevin, Chris, Croge, I want to ask everybody to please tune in to Who Are These Podcasts next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every single pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. There have been no laughs! Yeah. Done! Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. All right. Well, that was fun. So next week we'll be back again with Croge and Doug from the Who's Right podcast. And I want to get everybody very excited about that episode. So it's time for... The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. If you're not familiar, this is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show... That we'll be reviewing on next week's podcast. Next week, we're back to our regular format, asking people to do homework, listen to a shitty show, pull clips, have thoughts, and this is said shitty show. Motherfucking podcast time. This is the last one ever. It's not the last one ever. For, for, for this season. For for this, season. We're taking a summer break hiatus type. Season G- one is shit. done, and we're going to go jack each other off. By the time we're back, I'm going to have a full beard. Are you? No. Yeah, me too. Also, I'm <laughs> yeah, also me here. too. On Max and Matt, they touched me inappropriately, and I didn't like it. So me too. Me Shut also. Up. Me as well. So how's your day, man? How's let's. Uh, day? Are we not gonna introduce anybody? Let's get it. No. Crack it. So you could tell this is gonna be a lot of fun with these idiots all just shooting the shit with each other. This is a show called Thoughts, fellas. A suggestion that came in from Larry through our website and Larry thank you very much we're excited to be reviewing thoughts fellas which Larry described as I should pull up the note he says since you're a cranky old boomer I know you hate millennials so here's a podcast for you uh, okay I'm exhausted time for a nappy poo I don't think that these are millennials because these kids are in college still I think these are zoomers but Irregardless, 
It's whatever. They're all assholes. Who cares? They suck at podcasting. And we're looking forward to reviewing that. Before we end the show this week, I do want to get to some voicemails. Some important things are happening on the voicemail segment. Starting with our friend Purple, who said he's not going to call in anymore because his friends discovered who he was. And this is Purple's friend calling in. Hey, this is Purple's friend. I go by Green. Love the show, but I got to say, Purple's voicemails are the most homosexual things I've heard in a while. It's bad enough that he assigns colors to all of his friends, but then he starts bragging that his voicemails get played on some podcast we've never heard of before. But then we listen to the show and have to hear his annoying voice all the way from his introduction to his gay little bag, like he's Eric Cartman or something. Anyways, love the show. Call me back. So I thought Purple was bullshitting us when he said that he got doxxed by his friends, but apparently that is true. There's Green talking all about it. This is a voicemail from Chrissy Mayer. Chrissy Mayer called into the show. Hey, Carl. This is uh, Chrissy Mayer, and this is how I talk. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I heard, like, what's been going on between you and Kaya and all this other stuff and how you're getting mocked. You know, from my call-in, obviously. I just, I feel so tremendously bad. So what I wanted to do this week is I wanted to call in, all right, and just listen to you uh, talk about your, your podcast you reviewed this week. You know, your, your little show. I, you know, I love it. It's great. Uh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, if you don't mind really quick, I'm going to just quickly do something really quick. I'm going to vacuum my house, okay? So if you can just continue to talk about your podcast while I disrupt everything, I'm sure you don't mind, right? All right. Yeah. Oh. What? You, you have to let me go? Oh. Well, well, maybe next time. I'm sorry. You have a good one. Bye, Carl. Call me back. Chrissy Mayer wants to reschedule her appearance here on WATP, and maybe we'll make that happen. But I have to explain why we don't have an episode that was recorded this weekend. It's because we had Dave Landau lined up yet again. And yet again, the night before we're going to record, at about 12.30 a.m., he sent me a... We, we were... DMing back and forth all week about the show we're going to review and Opie segment, things like that. He sends me a note that says, oh man, I got a a gig at Gotham and there's a private party or the headliner backed out. So they want me to do that. And it's, it's a good paying gig. So sorry, man, I gotta, I gotta do that. And this is fine. It's just the second time it's happened. And you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Don't get fooled again, is what we like to say here in this household. So, I am no longer going to try to get Dave Landau booked on this show. I've learned my lesson. This is not working out. But we still love Dave and and the Anthony Cumia show and everything they're doing over there. And it seemed like he was actually going to come on this time. All right. I have a voicemail here from... Boomer guy. And I don't play Boomer guy's voicemails anymore. But this one made sense to me. I, I thought we needed to play it. Hey, Carl. It's your boy, Boomer guy. I got my submission of the cringe of the week. And that is Andy on your fucking show. My God. 
why the fuck is he still alive? He's not funny. He's not creative. None of his jokes land. Um, also, your, I guess, BC Boys thing, I didn't land because nobody fucking knows that song that you referenced. Um, but yeah, no, uh, get Andy off the fucking uh, show, man. I know he's your brother-in-law, but like, stop throwing favors out for him. Has me on the show instead. Anyways, go fuck yourself, faggot. Boomer guy, I'd love to have you on, but I'm too busy pretending that Dave Landau is going to co-host with me. I thought that was a, a funny call. I like that Boomer guy's explaining to me which jokes landed and which did not. I like that. I wish I had that in real time as I'm talking. If just Boomer guy could just DM me or tweet me or something and just say, landed, not landed, not so much, okay. Really need that feedback in real time. Dracula called in again, and he was not thrilled with one of our segments from last week. Hey, Carl, this is Dracula. Maybe I'm one of the few people left on the Internet who isn't completely cynical and jaded, or maybe I'm just a pussy. Uh, but that entire segment of you three shitting on the guy with the dead kid was just depressing. I can't imagine for a second what he's going through. And every fucking day, he has to wake up and be reminded that he can't even tell his kid hello. I know that was hardly the entire podcast, and I know you three were trying to find humor in it regardless, but maybe screen your episode takes a little better, or I'm just a pussy. Who knows? Five stars. Listen, I'm not saying it's a good thing that a 15-year-old kid died. I just don't understand why this asshole had to go on the internet and go through all of his kids' shit and play it for people. It just seemed... Seemed weird to me. All right, here is uh, Bacon. This is the 17-year-old from Oklahoma who calls back in. God damn it. Hey, it's Bacon again, that 17-year-old idiot from Oklahoma. Uh, I figured I should reiterate that each time I uh, come on. It's a bit funnier that way. Yep. Uh, so, I just finished the, uh, the latest episode of uh, WATP. First off, fuck you to the 15-year-old kid. You're inferior to me in every way. And second off, fuck you to the guy that was saying that I was begging for my voicemail to be played. It was played. It was just played alone. You know, I actually had everything scripted out today. I was going to be super nice, you know, kind of compliment Carl and Kaya from the... Yeah. uh, should do that. podcast. Cool. But no, but no, but no. I heard this shit, and I got all fired up. I was pissed off. <sighs> Motherfuckers. Thanks for making the long hours on my uh, my big green tractor bearable and all that fun shit. Stay in Oklahoma, kiddo. And see you around, Kazaroo. See you around, Kazaroo. This is a voicemail from an Australian who has something to say. Uh. Uh, hey, Carl, I'm calling because you made fun of some podcast that I like. Oh, bro, don't make fun of podcasts that I like. Oh, bro, cuzzy bro, man. Oh, are you from, like, Oklahoma? How dare you make fun of Oklahoma? You suck. You're such a bad man. Ah. Don't make fun of podcasts you don't like. Ah. 
I think that's Australian sarcasm. I could be wrong. Here is a caller who hates the voicemail segment. All right, call you boomer fuck. You want to know what the problem is? Is your fucking podcast? It's a fucking voicemail segment. If no, it's not the stupid shit coming out of your viewers' mouths. It's fucking you, Carl. All right, because in the background, we hear you smacking your lips. We hear you scratching at your fucking neck beard. And we hear you breathing too goddamn hard because obviously it takes a lot out of you to sit down for two hours and record a fucking podcast. You want to know how you can fix it? One, hold your breath. Two, move away from the microphone. Three, edit your fucking podcast. At least do that one or else you're officially worse than Opie Radio because at least they don't fucking have Opie breathing in the background of their voicemails. Or if they do, I never heard it. I don't listen to his fucking podcast. <laughs> <sighs> that fell apart quick. <laughs> anyway, tell Kai to call me back. All right, Kai, call that guy back. I'll give you his number. We have one more voicemail to play. Hey, Carl. Y'all should do the Sleep Whispers podcast by Whispering Harris. It's an ASMR podcast on the ASMR and Insomnia Network. Y'all should do it because ASMR is fucking retarded, and y'all need to make fun of this. Go fuck yourself. ASMR is fucking retarded. I would agree with that. That's an interesting suggestion. Maybe we'll check that out. All right. Well, I want to thank all the Cousaroos for joining us this week, and I'll leave you with this. All right. Kisses, you faggot. Kill yourself. Mm-hmm.